Hello, my good people. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another wonderful, dope episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your favorite indie author, LaDosha Wright, coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio, where the weather has been faring pretty well. After all, it is summer. And in Cleveland, you know what that means? We only get about three months, so we better just get it in. Anywho, I hope the weather is wonderful where you are listening to this cool podcast. Uh, This episode is going to be pretty, pretty good because it's all about the power of the Afro. That's right. I'm back from the 2023 Afro Hair Summit. And let me just tell you this episode, I'm going to highlight about six good, wonderful points that resulted or came out of the Afro Hair Science Summit. And I'm telling you guys, It was the bomb.com. So um, you have to give it up to the ultimate cosmetic trichologist extraordinaire, the one, the only, Dr. Cheryl Morrow, who is the heiress to the California Curl Empire. And uh, she's also the daughter of the illustrious master barber, Dr. Willie Morrow, who, in case you didn't know, he's the first to mass produce Afro pics. That's right. Uh, he also invented or rather uh, authored Afro hair science as well as created the California curl, what you guys properly know it as the Jerry curl. So this woman was absolutely phenomenal. But before I get into the Afro Hair Science Summit, let me just highlight about three of the current events that's happening in or around America or the world, depending on where you're listening to me from. Uh, So let's start off with uh, Edward Info. Now, if you don't know who Edward Info is, then uh, you probably wearing some old played-out clothes. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, Edward Info is actually the first um, African uh, editor of Vogue, well, British Vogue magazine. And let me just tell you, this young man is absolutely phenomenal. You have to go check him out on YouTube or just Google him. He has a history, a story to tell about his rise to the editor uh, of the British Vogue that would just really get your ambition on. You know, I won't deny it. You know what I'm saying? So go check him out. Uh, Read about him. He's absolutely phenomenal. But anywho, um, I was just uh, on the WWD website and uh, he revealed that uh, in March, He's going to be leaving British Vogue and going over to Condé Nast. Oh, you know, so um, I'm sure they're going to miss him, but he's still going to be working with them in the capacity as an advisor on several levels. I don't think they're going to let that talent go all the way out the door like that. But anywho, please go check him out. Um, He is a very powerful, powerful young man who really, really just worked his way. When you hear that song, Started From The Bottom, now you're here. 
um, or we here, uh, uh, we or he, uh, Edward, he really did the damn thing. So go ahead over and Google, as my homeboy Chill would say, don't cook it up. Look it up. So go read about Edward Enifal. That's E N N I F U L. And I promise you, you will not be. you won't be disappointed. How about I just say that? All right. Uh, so, but this is something that will most certainly disappoint you. As a matter of fact, what I'm about to tell you is just going to outright piss you off because it surely pissed me off. And that is that damn Taliban. You know, I don't know. I'm just not understanding the whole, um, the psyche, the mindset. I mean, what kind of men just use religion? I I just, you know, to oppress women, deny women. But anywho, these fools over there, uh, the Taliban anyway, over there in Afghanistan, they have ordered all hair and beauty salons to close down. Yeah, you know, when I'm doing this podcast, I'm always just kind of scouring, you know, for current events. Now, this uh, event actually happened about three weeks ago. So when I saw it, I was like, am my eyes deceiving me? You know, as you get old, you start, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, these fools, I mean, somebody needs to step in. Or I know you're like, LaDosha, it's just a hair salon. Come on, man. I mean, Taliban, what's up with y'all? Let the ladies, I mean, it's all women in the hair salon. Isn't that what you guys want? You don't want the women to be seen by the men and all this other crazy stuff. But anywho, I'm not disrespecting the religion because I understand that's very, very important. It has so many meanings. I, I, you know, I, I don't know, but I've just come on, Taliban. Let the ladies do their hair. I mean, anybody out there feeling me? I don't, I don't. Taliban probably like shut up. We ain't listening, you know way. Um, but that was that's that's just that is not good news. It's very, 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 very um, disappointing. Um, but I would tell you, was not disappointing. Now, y'all going to be like, Latosha, you just lost your... For real? Now, now remember, in a fall, okay, we're going to go look him up, right? You won't be disappointed. You will be disappointed, you know, when you read about the Taliban ordering Afghanistan's to close down hair and beauty salons. But on a good note, you will be disap- you won't be disappointed, that is, when you scroll on over to Detroit Free Press. That's right. Go on over, get back on Google, and check out the Detroit Free Press because they have a big old headline that reads, Breaking News! Perms are becoming popular again. The only disappointing thing about that article is, they never left. <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking. I'm here to tell you. I love media. Um, I love this whole podcasting and all this live streaming. I think all of this is wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the drawback to the media sometimes is that they really, really think 
they're reporting on something that's new when in fact it's old. So if you are a licensed cosmetologist or barber um, or even a natural hairstylist, you know, they fragmented that little niche or whatever they want to call it. It's still hairstyling to me. But anywho, I digress. If you work in our industries, surely you know that nothing, and I do mean nothing, goes out of style. Where are my fashion people at? All my fashion people at? All right, but everybody cut your hands. Cut your hands, you know. I mean, come on now. Uh, Parms never went out of style. What happened is, in the media, y'all just stopped writing about it. You know, you guys just stop reporting on it, you know. And, you know, hairstyles are like fashion. You know, they come and go. But depending on who's wearing the fashions, that's going to determine, you know, what's in for them. After all, this is a personal taste, you know, or what's out for them. So in my world as a cosmetologist, I'm here to tell you, perms, honestly, They never went out of style. They are always popular. It's just that the way the media, movies, you know, all that, they portray the perms. They look like they're just kind of played out. But I'm here to tell you, again, they they just didn't go away. So, anywho, big ups to the Detroit Free Press for reporting breaking news read the ticker or visualize the ticker perms are becoming popular again and of course they are talking about those curly perms okay and relaxes them ain't never left either anywho so again uh today this episode is all about the power of afro hair Now, again, I'm about two weeks out uh, and away from my experience of the 2023 Afro Hair Summit. And there's so much to report, but I can't do it all in this podcast because y'all going to take out your earbuds. I know some of y'all probably like, hurry up, don't get to the point. You know, I'm at work or I'm, you know, I'm driving. I'm trying to get to the next exit or whatever. So let me just go ahead on and highlight uh, the power and I'm talking about the power, you know, like fight the power, you know what I'm saying? The power of Afro hair. Um, the, the, the Afro Hair Science Summit did a phenomenal job of taking uh, barbers, cosmetologists, natural hairstylists, and students, as well as the faculty and school owners and doctors, you know, uh, of these disciplines on this wonderful journey on the power of Afro hair, um, starting off uh, from Mama Africa, where Fatou Sane Gay, which I'm going to be interviewing her and putting that interview on my YouTube channel. So stick around to get more details about that. So Fatou came here from West Africa, actually Banjul to be exact, and she introduced us to this braiding technique called MOP. That's M-A-P-P, mop braiding. And so mop braiding is the technique that birthed cornrow braids. 
And so Fatu took us on this wonderful journey on the power of Afro hair um, in this particular setting. Braiding in Africa was about, you know, community uh, building and, you know, sisterhood and exchanging ideals and parenting and bonding. And of course, you know, uh, personal expression and so on and so forth. And so she did a wonderful job of explaining to us how mop braiding, which is this very, 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 very intricate Uh, It took me literally um, three days. I'm talking about literally like 72 hours to learn this technique. Um, I did videotape myself. Fatou, God bless her. I know she was like, girl, you dumbing in the box of rocks. But I'm telling you, this technique is like no other. And so the difference between mop braiding and cornrow braiding is that mop braiding is specific to children and elderly. Um, children typically with uh, coil texture hair, that is, um, they, it starts off, you know, very short. And again, uh, for some women and men, as they age, their hair is short. So this particular braiding technique, there is no pressure, no stress, nothing on the hairline, none whatsoever, number one. Number two, in this mop braiding technique, you are going to literally you know, collect and plait down every single strand of hair that is 100% pain-free. It allows the child to live as a child without adorning them like little Barbie dolls and baby dolls and so on and so forth. So it's just absolutely amazing. Of course, it definitely encourages mother bonding, mother-daughter, mother-son, uh, 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 mother you know, bonding time. It, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And um, it, it just really set the tone for the power of Afro hair in as much the responsibility of maintaining and managing this hair so as it flowers and blossoms from the scalp you know um, you'll be able to do so many creative things with this hair she also brought in a piece of clay to demonstrate that um, Africans have been straightening out hair long before the present curl long before you know the colonizers came over and was you know raiding and stealing and pilferaging and so on and so forth so she literally did debunk the whole myth that if you are altering your hair or your natural hair in any capacity that somehow you are not African or if a, if a non-African wears the braids, it's like cultural appropriation. So she did a phenomenal job in showing that the power of Afro hair is embracing everyone and it is also cultural exchange. And that is the beauty of the power of Afro hair. Uh, the other thing that happened inside the Afro Hair Science Summit was Cheryl um, doing a wonderful job uh, in partnership with the Brown Nevada Institute. And again, big ups to Nancy and her husband, Ed Brown. They are the owners of the Brown Nevada Institute. And that took place in Strongsville, Ohio. And Cheryl just rocked our socks 
box. She literally took our brain and our thought processes and, of course, everything we just knew we knew about Afro hair. And when I tell you she flipped it upside down, um, my brain felt like it was a pancake. Have you ever flipped over a flapjack? Like, damn, you know, real fetch. So just like that, um, she just really disturbed the groove of the confidence of just really working very ignorantly uh, on uh, Afro-textured hair by explaining to us the coil mechanics as it relates to the electricity in the hair, the relationship to the environment, how we cleanse the hair, how to use water, how we're just being very lazy in our thought processes with the education that we, you know, we paid for in barbering, cosmetology, and natural hairstyling, and also dermatology. So she did a, an exceptional job in really pulling uh, this science out of us. And as we say in today's language, you know, make it make sense. And so um, it was a blow to the ego. It was also very embarrassing uh, for me. I'm just speaking for me personally. There were some others there you know, where we felt like we could definitely do better. And so as a result, the power of Afro hair um, in uh, regards to coil mechanics, it definitely um, changed our thought processes, helped us think more strategically, more intentionally, more responsibly, and of course, with a whole, whole lot of creativity in how to provide all people with textured hair the best salon, barber, and natural hair experience that we could possibly give them. So that was just absolutely powerful. Um, number three, she did a, I mean, her presentation um, on the third day, which was specifically about um, Afro hair science, she began this particular lecture um, around hair discrimination, and she encouraged us to replace hair discrimination with Afrophobia. And so this was just jaw dropping. It was also extremely tearful because she had to bring up and just really educate us on the very, very harmful ways that um, classifying, categorizing, typing humans and hair has been nothing but a detriment to humanity. And that our hair Afro hair should not be reduced to a civil right, but elevated to a human right by addressing Afrophobia. So versus like yelling, you are oppressing me, you know, by trying to control the way that I look or how I wear my hair and how I braid, twist, coil, lock, she has asked us to kind of turn the table because that rhetoric just leaves people angry. And how about we ask them to address their phobia by asking them, what is it about my afro, my coils, my locks, my twists, my braids um, that triggers you? 
And so that was just absolutely phenomenal. And so that was like the theme, you know, uh, throughout the entire weekend was really, really moving the language from discrimination because it allows that person to really lean on discrimination and excuse their fear of what what is your problem, you know, with my hair? Because clearly I ain't got one. So if you like that, you know, go on over. And again, check out Cheryl Morrow. She's on all the social media platforms. Definitely she's on LinkedIn. She's on Facebook. Uh, she's also the editor of the SD Monitor News. And that stands for San Diego Monitor News. And you can get a lot more information um, about this term, Afrophobia. All right, um, next up, um, she did like a super, super, super duper phenomenal job at helping us understand uh, genetic expression. So one of the, now I, I'm just so guilty of this, y'all, it just don't make no sense. It just doesn't make no sense, okay? So, you know, I'm black, you know, okay, I'm black. And so I've been very, very guilty of like, you know, taking this whole black thing and making it first, you know, like or first as in better or um, somehow higher than others. And so when I tell you she shut that shit down, she shut it down. So she asked us to please stop doing that because it is not about, um, um, who's better when you use the term, you know, Africans were first, that kind of denotes the way that we're using it, you know, like we're better or somehow we're higher. And she just, you know, broke all of that and ripped it apart by saying that darker is about the nature getting more expression and more variations. So she used the example like, nature knew to make eyes dark because out of dark eyes you get all these wonderful colors that can come from dark as in skin and then she also used that same genetic expression analogy talking about the coil nature knew that it could get so many variations of textures from that coil than if it had to start from straight or from those eyes than if, it, if nature started those eyes from a light color. So let's just say, for example, nature started off, you know, eyes being light. Then that means the expression would ultimately end up with more blind people in the world than seeing people. Why? Because as you lose your eye color, you lose your ability to see. And so this was just absolutely like jaw-dropping. Now, if you feel me, go ahead on a press that ear button because I'm telling you the 2023 Afro Hair Science Summit was thebomb.com. Um, also, she asked us, you know, reevaluate what we're doing behind the chair um, by way of customizing. Reevaluate this Afro hair by you know, it's even eliminating the terminology of like textures, you know, like wavy, kinky, curly, straight. And this was really a hard struggle for me because my visuals and, and you know, I've been taught this for like uh, 20 something years. So she would be like the first person who I've ever, ever heard, you know, um, teach 
that we should look at hair as variations of the original texture, which is the coiled uh, hair texture. So that was something that was really, really, really phenomenal. So again, the power of Afro hair that really asked us to reevaluate the language that we're using, because when you're talking about wavy, kinky, curly, straight, that kind of denotes that better, less good, bad. And she really feels like these are, are adjectives that are very divisive and they cause a a lot of emotional triggers and this is where we start to lean on things like discrimination and that removes us from our personal responsibility to our feelings about certain things. So this right here is the power of Afro hair because it's bringing in the humanity to everyone. It's definitely, definitely ending all of this divisiveness and classifying people into black, white, Puerto Rican, you know, kinky hair, good hair, bad hair, you know, things of that nature. And I really, really liked it. I hope you liked it. You can look forward to a new revised, you know, what they don't tell you at the hair salon book in the near future as I learn more about Afro hair science, I am definitely going to be removing a lot of that old language and that old school of thought, you know, from uh, my vocabulary, my thought processes, and my approach to how I service each customer individually and as I work together with the Revis Design Team Hair Salon and my fellow professionals in the industry and others who also care about Afro hair. So as you can see, um, the power of Afro hair is really, really beyond what it looks like, how long it is, you know. In my documentary, The Narrative, that was something that just really irked me. And when you work behind the chair, it really, really is very, very like petty. And it's so small to just reduce hair to the aesthetics and to take it into something that's more customizable, something that's more personal to each individual unique person as to how they see themselves, hey y'all, that's what they don't tell you at the hair salon. And when I'm talking about they, y'all know who I'm talking about. Those, those naysayers who think that hairstylists are just people who do hair. And from the Afro Hair Science Summit, I definitely walked away feeling like um, I'm very proud to be a licensed cosmetologist. I'm very proud to have been educated in the science of Afro hair. It is unique. It definitely sets the tone for including everyone and understanding that it is all about humanity and being able to be who you want to be and change however you want to change that um, in a very safe manner with all due respect to each other and of course 
Mother Earth. Now, isn't that powerful? Now, if you really, really feel like, dang, LaDosha, you just broke it all down about the power of Afro hair and your little funky episode, you know what I'm saying? Why well, can I get some more? Yo, check this out. So, y'all already know I'm going to hook y'all up, right? Okay, so here we go. So, right now, I it's my goal to get 2,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, right? All right, okay. So help a sister out if or I just know you are. So go on over to my YouTube channel at Ladosha Right, right? Hit that subscribe button. Your email is gonna pop up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you a 10% off coupon where you can shop inside the Ladosha Right Amazon store. But wait. There's more. You could also visit the L. Wright bookstore and get that same 10% off anything that I have. I'm telling you, I got a lot of stuff on sale, but hold on, but wait, there's more. You could also come into the Reverse Design Team Hair Salon located at 2062 South Taylor Road in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. That's the zip code is 44118 and you can receive your 10% off in person. So that could be your hairstyle, that could be your hair care products, that could be your manicure, your pedicure, your all. Oh, see, I, I'm telling y'all like, okay, 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 Keelala, you doing something there. So that is what I have to offer you. I really, really appreciate everybody's support from all over the world. This podcast gets listened to by people, you know, all over the world. And I really, really appreciate you guys and understanding the power of what they don't tell you at the hair salon because I don't think they really mean any harm um, because we all are kind of missing stuff. But the goal here on this platform, on my YouTube platform, even my even my salon, my entire goal has always been to teach people to love themselves genuinely and authentically using the hair. It's just one modality. There are so many ways that Anybody can love themselves, but I chose hair um, to help people along that journey because it's just a wonderful way um, to know and learn and get to know who you are um, as you change and grow and, and eventually exit, you know, this existence as a human and transform into the spirit realm or wherever you think you're going. Some of y'all going to hell. No, I'm just kidding. 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 No, I ain't. No, yes, I am. Okay. No, seriously. Um, And so really, that's what it's all about. You know, just living your life to the fullest until you just transcend and ascend to be that wonderful, wonderful spirit and sprinkle dust and all that good stuff. Okay. So I appreciate you all very much. Don't forget to go over to my YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. You can use your 10% off in the virtual world or you can receive your 10% off in the real world. So thank you guys so very much. You know what I said when I'm always signing out, right? Love, peace, and hair grease. You know. <laughs>